Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Prairie Dumpster Podcast. The podcast that no one asked for, that no one wants, and that no one's listening to. It's pretty good that uh, no one is listening to this. I can experiment with different uh, themes, different artistic uh, endeavors that have uh, always called my name from beyond and so forth. Anyways, I think of this for this podcast, I think I'm going to try like a deeper voice. Um, the last podcast that we had was pretty... It was pretty dour. It was a little sad. It seemed a little too contemplative and too self-aware. Not this one, though. This one's going to get real dumb. But more importantly, I'm going to try a different type of voice. I think I need to work on my radio voice. So I'm going to go a little slower. I'm going to try to speak with less vocal fry. And um, I'm going to enunciate as clearly as I can. And I think that uh, I think that that will be uh, it'll make for a more listenable podcast overall. Um, again, though, I am sticking with my method of zero prep work. Um, there has been no prep into this podcast at all. And, um, because, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of an improv guy. I like to, I like to wing it. You know, I, I want to just, uh, you know, let my mind go and just see what I come up with. Yeah, I probably should have done some prep work, but that's okay. We're going to, you know, we're going to soldier on, power through, be a goddamn man about it. I've been on Instagram a lot, and uh, I'm learning how to be a man. I am. I'm learning. There's a lot of good uh, advice out there, you know? Uh, I like the one where it's just a picture of a Lamborghini, and the guy says, don't be a bitch. I like that one. That one hit hard. I felt that. That that was real. No cap. That one hit hard. I'm like, yeah, Lamborghini. Don't be a bitch. I think that that is going to help me acquire self knowledge about myself, remove prejudice, and um, you know, climb out of Plato's cave into a brand new car. So I'm fucking stoked about that. And once this podcast takes off, I think maybe once I get um, a million listeners, which should happen, what is it, February 18th? Yeah, so probably, I'm thinking like March 5th-ish when I have a million followers. Um, I think at that point I am going to buy a Lamborghini. And you're probably thinking, well, how is this podcast going to make you money even with a million followers? I've been doing a lot of research into um, high-ticket sales and uh, affiliated marketing. And you know what's weird? There's a lot of really good products out there. 
that just uh, don't have the awareness. And I'm here to give awareness to uh, products. Um, for instance, I saw one the other day. It was a um, um, it was a neti pot, you know, to clear the sinuses. Except what they didn't, um, they, you know, they, they changed up the neti pot because instead of water, they actually use apple cider vinegar. And that just scorches out all mucus, bacteria, and it actually uh, eats away at the walls of your sinuses, making them wider and making breather, breathing easier. And no one knows about that product, and that's a great product, but no one knows about it. But I'm going to, uh, I mean, that's the first thing I'm going to sell. When I start making millions of dollars, I'll be like, hey, everyone, you know, do you have do you have a deviated septum like I do? Well, fuck the surgery, you know, fuck a doctor. Let's just chip away at that wall ourselves god knows you've been doing it with cocaine for the past 10 years try some apple cider vinegar oh boy um i've been trying to find out a way maybe if i can um make money somehow without working for it that's is that's the holy grail of capitalism i think is uh making millions of dollars without having to do anything that's the goal and i've been doing a lot of research and i think what i'm going to do is just uh get ai to draw me um pictures of anime girls with massive massive breasts and um I'm going to start some Instagram channels and uh, and I'll pose as uh, waifus for young gentlemen, young lonely gentlemen who need money. Correction, they don't need money. They need a wife. They need company. There's a lot of the, um, oh, what are those guys called? Not Harikiri, um, Haikigumuri? Uh, what, is, what is it? Hang on. Let me do some research here. Japanese hermits. What are they called? Japanese hermits. Haikikumori. Uh, yeah, I was right. So they are defined as recluses who withdraw from all social contact and often don't leave their houses for years at a time. It's actually a huge problem in Japan. And I think a huge problem here in North America. And I think I can capitalize on their suffering and put their pain into my bank account. All right? I can I can take their loneliness, their aching, aching loneliness for just even the slightest bit of human contact that doesn't force them to face their fears, but rather embraces it and decides to crawl into bed with them and their fears. This longing, I can I can turn into cash. And, and and I don't even have to draw the, the pictures myself. I can just get AI to do it. I can go to Dal E2 and I can get uh, this bot to draw me extremely graphic pictures of of barely legal 
yet animated um, Japanese women with heaving breasts doing very explicit things. Um, and then I can get, uh, you know, I can get, uh, AI to maybe write some love letters to, you know, various lonely men. And in exchange for these love letters and this affection, um, they will send me cash. They will send me cold, hard cash. No gifts. Well, maybe gifts. It depends on what the gift is. Um, but, um, yeah, without a doubt, um, I think that this is my future career. Comedy's dead. You understand that? Comedy is dead. Um, literature is dead. And um, um, really all traditional forms of earning a living are dead. The future is in... Um, you know, anime and manga, explicit material, futinari, um, you know, really, which is a weird, monstrous trans offshoot of manga thing. It gets really graphic, uh, but I want you to know that I'm open to anything, and I'm going to be a millionaire, and people are going to be like, um, wow, Tyler, damn, dude, nice car, holy shit, dude, you... You, you live here? This is your house? Wow, man. How'd you, how did you, what, your comedy career took off? And I'll be like, no. No, it didn't. I stopped doing that. I'm like, fuck. Oh, well, I mean, how'd you, how do you afford this? And I'll be like, I got a computer to draw me pictures of um, uh, cartoon tits. And then I wrote love letters. And, um. I uh, embraced the suffering of lonely men, and then I used these uh, cartoon tits to um, manipulate their loneliness. And now, uh, I live here. And I think after I make my millions of dollars, I'll write a book about what I did, because, I mean, that's the uh, Canadian dream. Or, you want to make money online? Cool. You want to make it fast? Fine. What else could I do? Because I want to make $100,000 in two weeks. That's the goal. That's the goal I've set for myself. I want to make six figures in two weeks. How can I do that? And it's doable. Yeah, I can do this. Trust me, I've seen a lot of, lot of people on Instagram telling me that, that it's easy. So, I mean, if they're saying it, then, you know, I'm inclined to believe that. Um, I think, I mean, I don't think, I, th I think me, I could, I could do drop shipping, I think. I think drop shipping is lucrative, but it's a little too slow. Because according to Gary Vanderchuk, you can only make um, $100,000. It takes months to do that, which I don't have. I got two weeks. But there's a different form of drop shipping where um, I could go uh, online, right? And I can download Tor and I could go onto the dark web. 
And from there, I will drop ship uh, products. Uh, Various products um, on the fringes of legality. Um, You know, I'm not saying what they are. I'm not saying... I'm not saying what they are. I don't care what they are. You ordered through me, I'll get it to you. You know what I mean? I'll take the heat. The cops can come to my door. You know, the drug, the DEA, they can knock on my door. I'll take that risk. As long as you pay the appropriate fees, you know. Hell, I'll, I'll, dude, I'll spend all day talking to CyberTip. I don't care. I'll explain my situation. I'm I'm not a peddler of smut, all right? I don't even know what snuff is, all right? I didn't watch that video, so I don't know how that guy's head came off. I don't know. But I am an entrepreneur. I'm a businessman. You understand? I rise I grind and um, I also try to deal with the memories of what I saw on the dark web but uh, hey say la money v oh nicotine I'm going to do Rumors tonight. Rumors Comedy Club. We're going to open up for Sean LaComber. Very funny Sean LaComber. Super funny dude. Good dude. Um, I am going to do the Comedy Showcase tomorrow at the Park Theater, which is always a fun time. And then I am going to uh, maybe head down to Yuck Yucks, Winnipeg. Check things out there. I hear they're doing great. Um, And I wish them all the best. I really do. All the best. Nothing but success. I wish for you. Hope you crush it. I hope it goes great. I hope you do well. I am rooting for you. I am. You let me know how it turns out. All right? Let me know. Because I'm curious. Curious. Looks like you got a beautiful room there. Not going to lie. It does look like a beautiful room. Part of the Fort Gary Hotel, which is rumored to be haunted. Now it's twice as haunted. By ghosts of a different nature. Um, I don't know if I believe in ghosts. I don't know if I believe in spirits, even. I mean, if you're a spirit, I mean, why are you dicking around here on Earth? Got the whole universe to explore. Then again, if this world is infinite, then why wouldn't there be a spirit here on Earth fucking with the people here? It's a good point, Seinfeld. It's a good point. Why wouldn't there be people here? There could be spirits here. I don't know. I've never run into one. I've never had anything go like, oh, 
What was that? I've always managed to, at least when it comes to ghosts, come up with an explanation. Why is that door closing? What's going on? Oh, the window's open. No, it's a, it was a breeze. That's what it was. Okay, what was that noise? What was that? Oh, God. Oh, my bike fell. Oh, God. Ooh, what is this? What is this slime all over me? Whoa, I shit myself. That's what that is. I shit myself. That's not a ghost. I thought it was a spirit. I just shit myself. I don't know if I believe in Bigfoot either. My dad believes in Bigfoot. My dad is a strong advocate for the existence of Big Bigfoot. And, um, you know, I, I know the natural reaction is to be like, what the, f- what are you talking about? You fucking moron. There's no fucking Bigfoot out there. All right. What do you do? But at the same time, I mean, how do I know that? I don't know that there's no Bigfoot. There's a lot of unexplored forest. Are you kidding me? There's 7 billion people on the world. You're telling me no one's seen Bigfoot yet? Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe he's good. Maybe he's got some sort of cloaking technology. You don't know that there's no Bigfoot. Well, we would have found bones or something. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe he's got a different decompositional um, process where literally everything turns to dirt and sludge. You don't know that. That's the beauty of it. You don't know. You, You can think, and you're probably right, but you're not. You can't be certain, and you can't be 100% right until we've set up um, this entire world with until we've equipped it with um, some sort of drone camera or thermal imaging that covers literally every um, inch of this planet. And thank God we're on the way there. We're gonna we're we're gonna get there soon. But it's not just Bigfoot. My dad also believes in Dogman. I don't know if you've heard of Dogman. But apparently it's a exactly what it sounds like. It's half dog, half man. There's half a dog, there's half a man, and it's just walking around. You know, it throws itself a frisbee. (laughs) And, uh, you know. It shits, and then it picks it up and puts it in the bag. It's a very efficient system, you know? And the thing is, it's so... It's the happiest cryptid out there. It really is, because, you know, dog is a man's best friend. So, literally, it's just two buddies in one body. It's incredible. And apparently, I don't know, he's ripping the faces off of fucking campers and shit. It's hard to say. I went to my dad's place one time, and he was talking to me about dog, dog man, and I laughed. I was like, ha, come on, dog man. And my dad looked at me, and he said, Tyler, it's time you started living in the real world. And that hit me. 
that hit me hard. I'm like, man, maybe he's right. Maybe there's dog men around here and I'm just living in a fantasy. Speaking of fantasy, you know, I, I almost didn't do this podcast today because I've just been... This entire Saturday, I almost pissed away just being mired in my own fantasy bullshit. I don't know if you do this, but like I, I literally for two hours today, I was pretending like I was listening to this uh, Freddie Dread song and it was it really pumped me up. So I was just pacing around my apartment pretending I was walking out to a boxing match. And I'm never going to be in a boxing match. I've never trained in my life before. But for some reason, I kept replaying this scenario over, you know, and my family's in the crowd. And then there's like a guy in the ring and he looks super tough, right? And it turns out he's part of a gang. He's part of Hell's Angels or Handsome Bastards or whatever the fuck it in Winnipeg is. And I walk to the ring and they're all looking at me and they're like, you're dead, man. You're dead. And then I look at them and I'm like, yeah, right. And then I get in the ring and this song's playing and the bass, the, 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 the fucking 808s drop just as I step in the ring. My family's there and they're like, go Tyler. And I'm like, yeah, right. And then I go right up to the handsome bastards or whatever gang it is in the front row. And they're like, you're dead, man. You're dead. And I look at them and I blow them a kiss. I'm like, and then that shuts them up because they're like, whoa, this guy's kind of badass. Man, I kind of respect him. And then his, like, there's like a bunch of hot you know, women in the, in the gang, too. And they're like, wow, that's kind of crazy that he did that. Takes a lot of balls to blow a kiss to this gang. Man, that's pretty hot. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, yeah. And then this guy comes up, and I don't knock him out straight away. It's a war, because this guy's tough, too. But I prove my toughness, you know what I mean? And we're fighting, and we're fighting, go to the front, and he knocks me down. And his whole gang's like, yeah! And everyone in the crowd's like, yeah! And my mom's crying. But then I get up, and my mom's like, just stay down. I'm like, yeah, right. And then I stand up. And then the guy across from me is like, oh, you want some more, huh? And then he comes in for the final blow, but I duck it and crack him, and now he goes down, and the whole place goes silent. And everyone's like, whoa, this guy's the real deal. And then we keep fighting. Right? We just keep boxing, kicking the shit out of each other. And then at the end of the fight, I lose a close and controversial decision. And I lose. But I don't mind losing. Because of the gang now, they're happy. Their man won. But at the same time, I've gained respect for them. And my family respects me. And other people respect me. And then the gang asked me, Hey man, you want to come party after? That was a pretty good fight. You should come back to the crib party. I'm like, okay, sure, I guess, for a bit. And then I go back and I party with them. And I really connect with this one girl and we talk for a while about different things and I realized she doesn't want to be in the gang. She wants more something more out of life. And uh, we really hit it off. And I'm not sure where it's going to go. But, uh, you know, she was really cool.
And then I take the headphones out of my ears, and the song stops playing, and I realize that, no, you're not a boxer. You're a man. You're a comedian. Living in a one-bedroom apartment. And you took a shit, and you didn't flush. That's what that smell is. And uh, you should make your bed, but you're probably not going to. Um, but you want some breakfast. And that's reality. That's reality. Not that boxing match. This is reality. And you know what? God damn it. It's good enough. I got a pineapple coconut ice vape. And that's good enough. Reality's good enough for me. Don't need to fantasize all the time. reading a book scratch that I'm not reading a book I was reading Cormac McCarthy's Blood Meridian and it was really good and then I just stopped for some reason and it's not for a lack of time I have nothing but time on my hands that's why I started this fucking podcast because I've got nothing but time I have to do something Career-related. It has to happen now. But the book is pretty good. It's not bad, but I just I haven't finished it yet, so I think I'm going to finish it. And it's really cool. There's a lot of blood. Um, I don't care about any of the characters. They're all very detestable. I think McCarthy wanted it that way. I don't know if you know the story. It's pretty much the story. This guy, uh, he's just a young kid. And he's just in the Wild West. And it just goes from adventure to adventure to adventure. And there's really no clear goal, which is a bummer on the story. It's, that's why there's no real motivation to keep plugging through this book because there's just nothing at stake yet. It's just a series of events that happened. And don't get me wrong, the events are cool. They're getting attacked by the Apaches. You know, the Apaches come in their camp one time because he's riding with these bounty hunters and the Apaches come in there and they are murdering guys in brutal fashion. And it's well written. They're scalping people. They're sodomizing guys. It's a whole thing. And it's interesting, but it's very easy not to read it because I don't have to know what happens next. So far, there's not that moment where it's like, man, whatever, what happened? Every chapter is pretty self-contained. And uh, that's my fucking book report. (laughs) I think... Oh, God. I think I'm going to read... Yeah, maybe, maybe fuck it. Maybe I won't read. Maybe I won't read ever again. I feel like I've read enough in my life. You know what I mean? Let's just get dumb with it. I'm sick and tired of pretending like... uh, like reading just comes supernaturally to me. I think I might just be a moron. I don't, I mean, like I enjoy reading a good book, but I, I have no time for, for shit that is not interesting. You know, it was a good book. Truman Capote, uh, wrote in cold blood. That was a good book. Each little section was like three, 
four pages, you know what I mean? So you can read one part, and, and that was a cliffhanger. That was cool. That was a fast-moving book, and you wanted to get through it because, man, it ruled, and it was interesting. That was a good one. Lolita. That was another good book. Um, subject matter was a little heavy. This guy's doing a lot of molesting. It's not cool. But uh, it was an interesting read. It was very interesting. You know, how is this guy going to uh, molest this young girl? How is um, the girl going to get out of this? Where is this going? That was a good book. That was interesting. Uh, the greatest book of all time, Call of the Wild. Is it the greatest book in the history of literature, Call of the Wild? Jack London nailed it with that book. That is my favorite book of all time. Without a doubt, the greatest in the history of time. Fuck Dostoevsky, all right? And fuck Tolstoy. Those commie hacks ain't got shit on Buck and the Call of the Wild. And you can call it an opinion, but let's call it what it really is. It's a fact. That's a fact. I saw this video. The um, I saw this video the other day about UFOs, or as they're calling them now, UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomena. And they've got, uh, I mean, if you don't believe in UAPs yet, like you're starting to become the, the, the nut. If you don't believe in flying saucers and shit and like other alien technology that is foreign to this planet, extraterrestrial stuff, now it's just, you're so like blind, you're so dumb. You're such a giant fucking idiot. Your head is so far in the shit sand that now you're the crazy one. Alright? You're nuts. No one no one's sane is that willfully ignorant to not believe that there are some extraterrestrial crafts floating around our planet. Things that defy physics. Navy Pilots have filed hundreds of reports confirmed by the CIA who have done their own third-party investigations. Granted, CIA went through a couple of them, explained a bunch of them away. But there are still multiple, multiple sightings and incidents where the CIA themselves have come out and said, we have no way to explain this. Look up to the 2004 Tic Tac case. Yeah, there's this giant Tic Tac floating around the sky, and these two pilots are like, what the fuck? The Tic Tac is at 60,000 feet. And these pilots were just looking at it, and it was this white 
oval-shaped thing, and they said it looked like a Tic Tac. It's called the Tic Tac case. And they said this Tic Tac thing was about 60 feet long, and it was just sitting at 60,000 feet one time, and it was just hovering there. And then within seconds, it was five feet above the water, and the water was, like, bubbling. Yet they turned their infrared on, and they had zero heat signature. Then one pilot went after it and was like, let's go take a closer look. And then within seconds, this thing went, see ya, and it was gone. And they actually got video of this thing moving. And the CIA was like, yeah, um, after a lengthy investigation uh, with extensive interviews, and um, we've looked at every sensor that caught this, every radar, we've gone through all the data, we've had our mathematicians pour over the physics of it. Um, We have no fucking clue what that was. Now, Maybe it's not necessarily extraterrestrial. I don't know. Maybe it's a secret government program, DARPA. Hmm? 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 Um, but at the same time, it's a little nutty. You got Chinese spy balloons taking shits, which obviously they're not Chinese spy balloons. I don't know what we're doing with these balloons. I mean, we've got satellite imagery with fucking 56k resolution and you're telling me that uh that the that the chinese were like let's send a balloon i don't think that that happened i'm not trusting that story Uh, but at the same time i don't care i don't care Skating on the river yesterday. It was a beautiful day. And I love that river. Skate. Trail. It's good. I like it. Oh boy. I don't know what to talk about now. Yeah. like three hours yesterday I was imagining being in prison just like hanging out you know what I mean like you go to prison like I'm talking like max maximum security but like not like maximum like lockdown like you're not by yourself like you're in the you're in the you're in like a Miami Texas like San Quentin style jail you know blood in blood out shit like you're you're uh you know you're mingling with the gen pop you know, and how I would maybe probably end up running the prison after, what is it, February 18th today? Really March 5th-ish. I'd be running that prison if I, if I got sent there today. I'd walk in there. Some guy would be like, hey, fool. No, I'm not going to do the accent, but it would be a Hispanic gentleman who would be like, hey, sir, excuse me, sir. Uh, I'm going to extort you now. And I'll be there. I'll be like, I don't think so. And he'll be like, whoa, whoa, that's not cool. And I'll be like, you're right. 
And then we'll bond over that uh, highly offensive faux pas. I don't think so. You got to fight the first day. You know what I mean? You got to fight the first day. Get in there. You go after the toughest looking guy. You know, within your own race. You don't want to get racial about it. Um, And then you just kick his ass. So I took the boxing. I I took because I took the lessons that I um, learned from my boxing fantasy you know, because in that boxing fantasy, I was a well-trained boxer, right? So I transferred that over to the prison fantasy. And now I'm just kicking ass. And everyone's like, whoa, who's this guy? And I'll be like, the name's Tyler. You can call me. Um... I don't know. I'll let them decide what they want to call me. As long as it's something I agree with. I don't want them to call me like, Yo, Candy Cane. <laughs> like, you know. I'm like, don't call me that. That's weird. But, after I get the nickname, I'm a well-trained fighter. I go in there. Boom. I use my comedy. Because the guys know I can fight now. So I want to fight me. But now I can use my funny skills. Um, to win their hearts and minds. And the guards like me, you know. And then after two months, when I'm done doing my uh, time, the sentence that I received for uh, assault and battery against a Wendy's employee, then I can, um, you know... The day I got to leave, it's actually sad because, like, we made some friends there, you know. And I'm like, guys, don't worry, man. I'm going to come back. I'm going to visit you. But I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not are you fucking kidding me. I'm not coming back to this shithole. This place sucks. Fuck that. I don't even like half these guys. They're weird. They're dangerous. And they scare me. And that's prison. Instagram, oh, excuse me. Instagram blows. Um, it's not good, but every once in a while it does provide nuggets. First of all, there's a ton of babes on there, which are really—they've been eating a lot of my time lately. I've been down a lot of babe rabbit holes. I'm like, good God, she's hot! Holy shit, she's hot! Wow, she's hot! It's like it's—it's—I'm I'm really turning into a caveman moron. But every once in a while, you get out of those rabbit holes. You go to the different ones. That was not clear what I just said. I need to enunciate properly. Every once in a while, you crawl out of the babe rabbit hole and you crawl into a different one, a productive one. Maybe not productive, but you, uh, well, not productive. Let's just leave it there. But this one guy was talking about a conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory where um, this man named Chan Thomas 
wrote a book called The Adam and Eve Story. Right? So he writes a book called The Adam and Eve Story. And this book is seemingly a, um, you know, seemingly just a another conspiracy theory book about how uh, he's talking about Noah's flood and he's talking about how, um, you know, that was a cataclysm, but that that actually killed the last civilization and that we are like fifth or sixth civilizations in that all last about 5,000 years. Um, and now we're overdue for our cataclysm, as he says. And I haven't read the book yet, but why would the CIA declassify it? Not declassify it. Why would the CIA have classified it in the first place? Hmm? Ask yourself that. Why would they do that? And then they re-released it, but it was redacted. I mean, parts of it were redacted. Why? Don't just sit there like an ass. I'm asking you. What? Why? Makes you wonder. Just makes you wonder. What did he put in there that the CIA was like, don't say that. You can't. Uh, we, that's national security. Really? Chan Thomas. Let's see what this guy did. I want to see... Chan Thomas. No, not you fucking Google. Thank you. Let's see what Chan Thomas did in his life. Um, that, uh, uh, are you fucking kidding? This guy doesn't even have a Wikipedia article. Oh yeah, here we go. Thomas Chan is a Taiwanese lawyer and politician. That's not the guy. Okay. Um, oh, here we go. That's not it. See, this Chan Thomas doesn't even have a uh, um, a Wikipedia article, so I can't even go to that trusted source and get correct information. This is fucking bullshit. But either way, it is strange that he wrote this story as fucking loony as a thousand other stories about this type of shit but the CIA cracked down on this one why it's weird man everything's weird everything's weird these days man it's like the Mandela effect Berenstein Bears, Berenstain Bears. What are they hiding, those bears? Who raped the bears? Bill Clinton? Dots are a connecting. Just saying. It's weird that you've got a guy named Bill Clinton and a guy named like Joe Biden who are like clearly pedophiles. Like, aren't they? Aren't they? I mean, have you seen the videos of Biden? You know, Bill Clinton was on Emstead's Island like 40 times. I don't know, man. It's just strange that they're just like walking around. Like, just like, do, 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 do. I'm running the country. And everyone's like, yeah. No, that's cool. But aren't, are you, 
Are you cool, man? Because I'm getting some creepy vibes off you, bro. And he's like, hey, I'm more than cool. I'm the coolest guy out there. I'm like, yeah, all right. It's a little strange. I don't get it. But also, I don't care. Um... the beautiful people that I was kind of just humming there. I think that that's been debunked, right? That he had his lower rib removed so that he could suck his own dick. I'm pretty sure that's been debunked. Which is a bummer. I mean, if that would, I mean, if he would have done that, that would have been the most rock star thing. You know, at the end of every show, he's just like, thank you, good night. And then he just bends over and he's like, oh. <laughs> that would be great. I would pay tickets to see that, just like not even, even if I didn't like the music. I'd be like, yeah, I know he, the band's pretty good, but so this guy's going to suck his own dick? Just gets down on the floor, he's just rolling around like a ball. In the background, the band's like, <laughs> I remember the first time I heard about that, my parents were in the living room and I was playing Legos on the stairs like I was wont to do. And I was playing Legos on the stairs and they had uh, company over right after church. And they were talking about Marilyn Manson and how disgusting he was. And uh, they were talking in low German as they always did. And then all of a sudden they were talking about it and I was like really listening. They're like, my mom was like, I heard, she said this in low German, but she was like, I heard that he got a rib. Um, and then she saw me looking and then she's like, Tyler, close your ears. And I was like, what? She's like, put your hands over your ears now. Don't listen. And I was like, oh, okay. So I put my hands over my ears. Of course I could still hear everything. And she was like, he got a rib removed so he could suck himself. And I was like, he sucked his own dick? And my dad was like, why I oughta? And then my mom was like, Tyler, you weren't supposed to hear that. And then she took me and she took my hand and put it on the stove. And I was sitting there screaming. And I remember that. No, that never happened. But um, um, she did say that stuff about Marilyn Manson, and it did blow my mind. I'm like, suck himself. And I, I mean, I didn't care. All I knew back at the time was like, beautiful people is a banger. The opening guitars to that are incredible. You know, the drums go do 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 But then the guitars come in, and it was like that riff was so good that I said, hey Jesus hit the bricks I got a new god I think Marilyn Manson's in trouble now I think he's uh, 
he also beat someone or raped someone or something. Turns out all their rock star hijinks didn't age well. Remember that time we went back to the hotel and that one girl was sleeping and we all still had sex with her? That was wild. And now everyone's like, yeah, no, that was a problem. You shouldn't have done that. They rock and roll. I'm like, no. No, it's not rock and roll. That, that was, that was, that's bad. Well, you know, man, we were all just all gas, no brakes. You know what I mean? We were just like rocking into party. And everyone's like, no, but still. You still have morals, don't you? Now, when you're a rock star, yes, even when you're a rock star, you need to not hurt people. That's the rule. podcast is winding down now. Winding down it is. And at this point, I mean like, you know, the um the tour of the stands uh has been canceled in lieu of the um Chinese spy balloons. Because if they're, if they're shooting down balloons over here, you know, I sure as hell, you know, and this, you know, you can call me pussy all you want. It's fine. I don't care. But, you know, if you think I'm going to um, Uzbekistan, you know, because I had the show in Achkodok and uh, Zarafshan, and then we we're going to go to uh, Urgench and Dashogus, um... And Nukas, of course, Dashoguz is in Turkmenistan. Um, but we were, we we're going to Ashgabat anyways. You know, we had all this lined up, but there's a... Uh, there's a decent amount of CIA black sites in Uzbekistan, and they are torturing a lot of people out there. So it's just a little too sketchy, because Uzbekistan and the stands are pretty close to China. Uh, Kyrgyzstan borders China. So all the Chinese would have to do is zip over there, blast some of these CIA black sites. It's just a little too, um, it's a little too hairy, all right? It's a little too hairy. And so instead of doing Tour of the Stands, we are going to tour um, southern Manitoba, um, rural Manitoba. Um, I've got a couple of shows Coming up, we've got a whole, we're doing a whole road trip thing. We're going to Schanzenfeld. We're going to Blumengart. Uh, we're going to hit up Rheinfeld at some point. Also, we got to go to back to Hochfeld because um, I skipped there last time. Uh, the Hutterites, they, uh, I don't know, they had a problem with some of my COVID material. Um, not the politics of it. They just hated those jokes. They were just like, dude, you're still doing COVID material? It's been two years for Christ's sake. And I was like, hey, Hutterites, you got a point. Um, but then we're going to go to Neuhorst. Sorry, Neuhorst. Uh, Kreunstall. Schoenwies. Uh, Rosengart. And then we're going to... Um, uh, we're going to go hit up uh, Darlingford. That's, uh, you know, we're doing a whole German uh, Mennonite thing. Uh, 
um, or a Hutterite tour. Um, because Gretna's over there, and you got Altbergthal and Hauptstadt. I mean, Hauptstadt, dude, you want to party, dude? Bro, you want to party, dude? Don't go to fucking Hauptstadt unless you got some cocaine, all right? I'll tell you that right now. Those Hutterites, they throw down, all right? But you got to bring your own coke, because they ain't sharing, which I respect. I like that. Even if you're a guest, I'm like, you didn't bring your own coke? Do you even party? What are you, gay? Get out of here. And I'm like, whoa, help shot. Easy. Um, and then we're going to go all over uh, southern Manitoba. Man, I was realizing the other day, you know, I live in this fucking province. And I barely have seen any of it. I've seen Winnipeg. I've seen Neverville. But I've never really even seen a lot of it. Like, what the hell? Why have I never been to Oxford House? I'm a Manitoban. I should be able to walk over to Waboden. I would consider moving to the United States if it was Minneapolis. Minneapolis is nice. But that might be, I think, one of the only places. Not North Dakota. Speaking of which, this is great. Um, if you're living in Winnipeg and you're listening to this, yeah, um, yeah come nuclear war time, we're fucked. I hope you know that. There's actually a film, short film made by the uh, National Film Board of Canada that they released a um, video talking especially and specifically about how fucked Winnipeg in particular is. Like, we're fucked. Because they got in Minot, they got the Minot Air Force Base and they have a ton of nuclear missile silos right around there that are all priority A1 whatever targets. So that as soon as the nukes launch, Russia is launching about 40 nukes right there. And we're going to be able to see the blast and, more importantly, get all that fallout. So if you think Winnipeg is getting hit by a nuke, we're not. We're going to be a zombie hub of mutants. Our crops are going to be desolate. I don't think that's that's right. Our fields are going to be desolate. Our crops are going to be barren. Do crops get barren or do fields get barren? Oh, the fucking grammar ruined this whole bit. But still, anyways, just take solace in the fact that we're all fucked. Anyways, come nuclear war time, which may or may not happen. I'm not convinced that nukes are even a thing. I don't even know because, like, I mean... Yeah, okay, they develop nukes, but surely they have the technology to disarm the warhead in air. Like, are nukes even a threat anymore? Or are they just lying to us? Weird. Okay, that's going to be the podcast today. I think this one was the best of the four so far. Last podcast sounded like a man who was in the process of slitting his own wrists. Um, the other two podcasts were just uh, incompetent. This one was less incompetent. And uh, less um, bad. 
Not good, but better. And I will take that. Shout out to Safeway Deli Sandwiches, the turkey chipotle bacon with Havarti, and olive tapenade, delicious sandwich, better than Subway. Shout out to the song Killing on Demand by Freddie Dread, which fueled my boxing fantasy for today, almost ruined my entire day. And shout out to my good buddy Jordan Wellwood, who wanted to take me out to Festival de Voyageur, or as we call it, Frog Fest, um, to drink some caribou, which is some shitty booze in a cup that they serve on ice, who cares, and some bands playing that aren't even French, um, but drinking with Jordan's always a good time, so I was like, you know what, sounds like a good one, but I'm doing rumors tonight. Rumors tonight showcase tomorrow. No one's hearing this. No one's listening. But when you look, you know, when I listen to this back in time, in the future, when I'm in the future and I'm listening back to this, I'll I'll say, you know, depending on how the set goes tonight, I'll be like, oh, I should have gone to festival because I remember I bombed that night at Rumors. Maybe, maybe not. Who gives a shit? I will see you in hell. Yeah, 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 yeah.